There may be no trick-or-treating this year, but the spirit of Halloween is still alive! It's alive! It's alive! <laughs> Welcome to Talking With Our Mouths Full. I'm Nightingale Nguyen. And I'm Michael Chan, and this is our Halloween episode. And for this very special episode, we have here today our entire on-air cast. Yes, our TWOMF family is here, starting with Jessica, who is the voice of TWOMF. Say hello. Hello. And we also have Janine, who is our craft specialist. Oh, hello. How are you doing, Janine? I'm doing well. I'm in my quarantine house. Oh, you just <laughs> came back from Alberta? Calgary, yeah. Oh. Well, actually, we were, we were in Canmore, and it was probably the most beautiful place I've ever been. It's so gorgeous. I have family there. Oh, you do? Go there when there? it's not a pandemic. You're there? We went through Canmore. I don't remember, and I'm married to you. Hmm. <laughs> and finally, 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 Nightingale, introduce our special guest. Oh, this lovely lady does not read, need any real introduction. She is a real angel. She is a powerhouse. She is an actress. And when I say powerhouse, I mean she knows her way through the actual Toronto and national areas, everybody. This is the real angel, Angelica Angel Alejandro, everybody. Angelica. <laughs> How are you doing? Doing good, recovering from Thanksgiving, and really, really excited. So food, What did you have for Thanksgiving? What didn't we have for Thanksgiving? I think every sort of bird, um, every sort of noodle dish, everything that <laughs> mm. was deep fried, and every dessert that I shouldn't probably have but still do. So lots of cakes, lots of pies. Did I mention deep fried everything? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. So now you are getting ready for Halloween. What do you normally do? Well, normally it's buying a lot of candy, and I'm still determined to buy lots of candy. Now, how to distribute that, I really don't know, but I'm still determined to buy it, determined to eat as much as I can. But normally what I always do, too, is do a lot of baking. I start practicing the, the baking stuff and make it look Halloweenish so that I can perfect it by the time Christmas comes around. Mm -hmm. So That's AKA a my witch, right? AKA my witch all of a sudden turns into Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> nice. Pumpkin turning into all of a sudden a snowman. So <laughs> kind of making it, cause I, I mean, I love to give away stuff for Christmas. Mm -hmm. So at least by practicing now, especially new recipes, I can perfect it so I don't poison anyone for Christmas. <laughs> Yay. Whereas poisoning people now really works well for Halloween. Oh, it absolutely <laughs> works. Yep. Whole experience. Yeah. So do you have a, a favorite Halloween candy? Yes. Kit Kats. Oh. All Canadian Pfizer. favorite. All okay. The mini ones, the, the ones that are like the one big brick, the ones that come in like a really long package and there's just a whole bunch of them. Do you have a uh, candy you hate getting when you uh, used to trick or treat? Yeah, you know, I know this is a favorite for a lot of people, but I just black licorice. Yeah, no, mm -mm. I'm I'm it, with you on that. It's a it's a favorite, and I honor that. And really, if you have Kit Kat and I have black licorice, if we could do a trade Z's, anybody, I'm game for it. I've always lived by that motto. It served me well. <laughs> I'm always lucky to be the person that likes those things, though, because, like, yeah. you can give away, like, one candy bar, and you can get, like, 20 of, like, whatever the <laughs> yeah. thing is that everybody hates. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, it's please true. just take it. Just take it away. It's disgusting. Uh, what about you, Janine? Do you have a favorite candy and a least favorite candy? All right, well, okay. So it's really, like, dividing hairs. Like, I... I I think it's probably Reese's Pieces, but also it's the Reese's Cups. <laughs> so really just chocolate and peanut butter together are my, are my thing. But I'm also a big like salty snack person too. So I really like chips and like peanuts and stuff like that. So it's exciting to get in your trick-or-treat bag, like a bag of chips. You're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
And I'd have to hide them because my mother would always eat them. <laughs> well, my parents would eat all my food. Or my dad would, like, steal. My favorite thing that my dad does, and he still does it, is he would, like, steal candies from our trick-or-treat bags and then hide them in the freezer so that he could eat them later because he really liked them cold. Mm-hmm. But then also we couldn't reach the freezer. <laughs> so we couldn't get to them. Yeah. Do you have a least favorite? Uh, probably... Again, it's a tie between candy corn, which you don't really get in your, in your like, trick-or-treat bags very often, but they're still terrible. And um, those little square uh, caramels that, like, pull your fillings out, no thanks. Are those yeah. the, the, the Halloween kisses? No. Or is that something else? Is that what that's called? Okay, Hershey's Kisses, but Halloween version? No. No, it's, it's like the molassesy. Molassesy. No. Roll? You're thinking... You're think- you're thinking the ones that come in like the, the, the decorative paper, the roll things. Is that the one? I'm not a big fan of those either, but no, they're like those in cellophane and they're like little cubes. Oh, the, uh, yeah, I know what you're yeah, talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. And they're about. hard. I like caramel, but I don't like, yeah, those, those are like, are, they taste like plastic. They kind of, yeah, they taste kind of uh, chemically to me. I don't think people give those out anymore because they're not technically considered like fully sealed. Mm-hmm. So I well, I guess you, well, I don't know. I mean, because they're you not can still like, like cause you can still buy them technically. Like you can still yeah. I I've seen them at like the dollar store and stuff. But yeah, I don't think anyone gives them out because they're not considered like a fully sealed package. And probably because if people get them, they throw them back at their house. <laughs> I'm not eating that crap. No thanks. Speaking <laughs> of houses, Angelica, do you normally decorate your house? And are you decorating this year despite COVID nineteen? Yes, I decorate, and yes, I am. And I mean, if anybody does come to the house i mean i don't know that we can actually give them anything but you know at least acknowledging and saying hey have a great time out there as you walk around trick-or-treating because i mean i don't want to you know i don't want anyone to feel uncomfortable if you know you're trying to ignore them because i mean you know it's the spirit of it i mean at the heart of it isn't it the spirit of thanks, not Thanksgiving, sorry, it's in the spirit of Halloween, the fun of it, the dressing up and all of that. I mean, candy's just a real cool bonus, but mm-hmm. it's just everything else. So, I mean, if they come to the door or if they come past and say, happy Halloween, I'm going to be right out there with my decorated house saying, happy Halloween. You know, all dressed my, up. my, of course, my mother-in-law and I were just talking about this. Um, and we were thinking that a good way for people to get around this, if somebody does come to your door, is you have a bowl of the candy and you tape it to a hockey stick. And then when they <laughs> like the ring the doorbell, yeah, like the drive-thru. And then you, you, you just push out the, the bowl for them to take a couple and then you bring it back in. That's very Canadian and a very good idea. It's very Canadian. Yeah. And I mean, like for the kids who are still willing to like do that or, you know, even if for whatever reason the parents just want them to have the fun of going trick-or-treating and like they'll replace their candy with something they've purchased it's -hmm. still kind of fun and you know you just leave it sorry i have one i have one maybe we could try it or wait angelica actually is now thinking she is going to definitely try this i'm thinking one of those pvc kind of like tubes on you know the um on one of the (laughs) the, on the stairs and then just slide it through because it involves fun. It brings a little element of surprise and excitement. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like a trick. And then, whoosh, slide down the other end is like your treat. I mean, yes, the parent may probably take it and replace it with something else because it's really just, you know, like we're saying, the fun, the dressing up and going out. But I'm thinking I just thought of something. Thank you. You gave me a pretty awesome idea. I'm thinking I'm going to And that also, yeah, no, I, <laughs> and it also provides something... Yeah. And also provide something different. So, like, yeah, there's probably going to be kids that are like, oh, Halloween's not going to be the same this year. But, like, it doesn't have to be the same. It can be different, and it can be a fun different instead of, like, mm-hmm. oh, I won't get to see my friends, and I, you know, I won't get as much candy because a lot of people won't be handing it out. No, you try and make it as best you can. I guess that's the whole, like, it's the whole idea with, like, Canadians always being, putting their, at one point we were always, making our costumes big enough to fit over our winter jackets right mm-hmm. like you just you find a way to do what you need to do and what you want to do because you know it it shouldn't stop you from having fun 
you just have to do it in a different way. Exactly. I have a feeling that it's going to be like one of two possibilities are like nobody's going to be out there or like it's going to be busier than like any year we've had before because I find like people are really appreciating things they didn't really think too much they took for granted before. Yeah. And now everyone's like so desperate for like to be out on a patio or do something. So now like it's an outdoor activity. And I think the health minister said it's fine as long as people. Yeah, she did. And even like maybe you can incorporate your mask into your Halloween costume. So I think if she's given it the thumbs up, then I I wonder if we're going to get even more kids than we normally get just because people are just so desperate to get out there and do something fun. This year Mm -hmm. has been so, you know, hectic and sad. And like, I think people just are desperate for something to put a smile on their faces. So yeah. Yeah. And Nightingale, since you do pass for a 13 year old, uh, I would love (laughs) to see you out there with your uh, mini ears. Oh, oh I actually right still do go out trick-or-treating, by the way. Nice. <laughs> that means you know all the good places to go for the good yes. candy. Please tell us. <laughs> trick-or-treat! Uh, so speaking of trick-or-treating and houses, Janine, I think now is yes. the time for us to get into the TWOMF Crafts Corner. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, wow. So as I mentioned, um, I'm in a quarantine house right now because I went on my little trip to Canmore. So I don't have any of my craft stuff with me. So I was um, thinking about, I know, I was really upset about it too. But I was thinking about um, ways that we used to decorate the house as a kid, when I was a kid, my brother and I. Um, So I came up with a list of like the crafts that we used to do and one or two that are edible because obviously it's all about the treats, right? Um, so one of my favorite ones that we used to do, and I'm sure everybody else used to do it, because it was like the thing you did when you were little, because you didn't have like the dexterity or the fine motor skills to really do anything crafty, um, is you crumple up a tissue, and then you put it inside another tissue, and then you put like a pipe cleaner underneath it, and then you draw a little face on it, and it's a little, <laughs> it's a little ghost. And then you can string up a whole bunch of them to make like a garland. Um, so I always like doing that because like it was easy. I just that made a bunch. My mother was probably not happy. Pardon? That one's on point this year because there's like a whole TikTok trend of kids dressing up in like old-fashioned ghost costumes it's, and like going it's true. places. So. They're so cute. Um, one of the other ones that I I found, so I also like was wanted to look around because I we did the same ones every year. So I thought I would check for other ones. There was one that was really cute. And it was, um, you go out and you find a bunch of leaves and obviously there's leaves everywhere. And then you paint them white and then draw little ghost faces on them. And, and they showed pictures. I'm like, this is adorable. And like all the ghosts are like different shapes and sizes, like people and like, you know, ghosts are different shapes and people. So why not? Um, so I thought that was really cute. And then also if you use like um use like a child like a child safe paint you could probably still like put it out in or you put it in your green bin because it would still biodegrade so that's always helpful um oh i saw this real okay so i'm i'm a crocheter not very good but i'm a crocheter and i found one where you take popsicle sticks and you um glue them all together in the middle and then you wrap yarn around them to make like little spider webs they were so cute. And you could do like different colors because like, you know, not everything has to be the same. Oh, so cute. And then you can get like those little cheap rings that have the spiders on them. You just put them inside. So cute. I love this stuff, guys. Well, that's a good idea. And my favorite, oh, my favorite one was the, this is so cute. Okay, so you get like the, um, like the chocolate sandwich cookies and then you take um, pretzel sticks and then you put like four on each side and then you put like little chocolate chips. Oh my God, they're little spiders. They're so cute. <laughs> Such a loser. <laughs> they're so cute. And you can eat them. Exactly. I would have to like make ones without eyes though, because I, I can't eat things that are looking at me. So I have to like, <laughs> I make I make blind spiders and then eat them, which is more sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> And then the last one that I really liked, and I, I remember doing this, not that, you know, you're, I don't I don't think I have memories of being in kindergarten, but I can imagine that this is what we did in kindergarten, was you cut an apple in half, and then you um, make, like, stamps with it, and it makes, like, the perfect pu- pumpkin shape, 
which I thought was really cute. And then again, if you use the biodegrade or the uh, child safe paint, you can still put it in the green bin so that it's no waste. Although I guess it's kind of a waste of an apple, but you could probably get like the, you could probably go and like buy the crap apples that have like bruises and stuff at the store. And then that way you're like, oh, that's okay. Nobody's going to eat this anyways. I'll just make crafts. Sometimes <laughs> there's like those apple trees that are just like around that I don't know what yeah. they are. Like crab yeah. apples or something. Yeah. Near, like, like, oh, nobody's going to eat them anyways. House, yeah. Why not? Wow, those yes. are great. I love those. I really like the tissue one. Like I'm, I'm the contemplating like while we're doing this, making tissue ones right now. <laughs> ones right. I'm telling you, it's on trend now. This is you're in with the the cool kids. That's mm -hmm. what everyone's doing now. And those edible. Man, I'm never never in with the cool kids. <laughs> you <laughs> are cool. Oh, thank you, Angelica. <laughs> I mean, we're the cool kids right now, so you're totally in, right? That is right. very true. All right. I'm cool by association. <laughs> Those uh, edible spiders, I feel like, are perfect for Halloween parties that we used to have. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and they're so they're they're easy, they're cheap, they're like finger food, so they're not messy. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing. Was and then if you're, oh sorry, you go first. No, you go, you go, you go. I was just gonna say, and the best part is, is that if you don't say you don't like, because I know that there's people who don't like pretzels, so you just be like, hey, can I eat your spider legs? And then you say, you sound like a witch. <laughs> Can I have your spider webs or your spider legs to put in my stew? Like, <laughs> you could put the edible spiders on the on the the um, webs, like a little. Oh yeah, you can make like a big, big one. Oh, Jessica, keeping this in the memory display. bank for non-pandemic. Yeah, non-pandemic. But since we non are non-pandemic Halloween. <laughs> my my favorite thing was to do it was really easy. It was like hot dogs, and then you take like the Pillsbury dough, like the croissants, and you cut strips and yes. turn them into little mummies. And then you just put oh. mustard as the eyes, and they're like little. Oh my god, that sounds so that sounds so cute. So simple. And mm. Where has that been all my life? Oh my god! Okay, hold I, on. Sorry, I just. <laughs> 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 it's really good. I gotta write. The, I gotta write that down. <laughs> It's so simple because everything's pretty like you don't have to make anything. It's just like a can of biscuits and and hot dogs. So good. Because now I'm thinking any hot dog mummies turn into Christmas fill in the blank. Oh. I'm going to find <laughs> yeah. a Christmas tree. I'm gonna bet it's a tree. Yeah, you probably oh, could. You could like, totally do a uh, yeah. I think you could do it. Hot dog tree. It would be a really puffy tree, but you could do it. I mean the hot dogs. Did anybody else did anybody else when they were in when they were in school like have um maybe it's just me in my school. Um but you would have to like I guess it was kind of like a um like a haunted house thing where you had to like put your hands in something and then guess what it was and they'd like tell you it was brains, yep. but it was really like jello or um like yeah. intestines or like the uh, like uh, cooked spaghetti, cold cooked spaghetti and stuff. Yeah. I remember that, but I don't Did know. Did you do that? Yeah, memory or like something I saw on TV once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I remember doing that. I remember being really scared and then like finding out it was pasta and I'm like, oh, I love pasta. <laughs> and like what, peeled grapes for eyeballs? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then you would think about like, I feel sorry for the person who had to peel the grapes because that's got to be a really horrible job. Oh, God, I've, yeah. I, I've done that for our daughter and it's not. <laughs> it's. I can't imagine it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so since we are in a pandemic and we can't really have in-person parties anymore, uh, how many of you are doing Zoom parties? Yeah, Yay! that's Angelica. That's Nightingale. We're we're actually gonna have one. Well, uh, maybe we haven't actually sent any. Invites. Well, we haven't sent invites, <laughs> but but, Hopefully. but right? we already set a date, so you guys will be getting invites. Uh, okay. But but yes, Jessica, you had uh, some ideas for activities for Zoom. Uh, zoom halloween I parties did uh well obviously the the like the most obvious one is to stream a movie together which janine can attest is a lot harder than you would think it is <laughs> we tried to watch hamilton together and spent an hour trying to get connected um well and the worst was that everybody was on their laptops with a with a um a webcam except me so i was watching it on my laptop using my phone on zoom so yeah. I feel like really, so I was delayed by a couple seconds. So yeah, I guess it was good because I wasn't really giving anything away to people. 
because I've seen it. But the good news is after we went through that huge disaster, uh, Disney actually introduced a watch with your friends feature. So you guys do not have to struggle. Uh, Netflix has one too. I'm not (laughs) sure if the Disney one has, um, the only thing that they don't usually have is it's usually like just a chat and then they sync your video. So you can watch at the same time, but it's just a chat. But our like workaround for that is that you can set up the chat with the Netflix so everyone's synced and then you can just do a zoom call like uh, this one and that way yeah. you can still like talk and see each other's faces mm-hmm. and the movie's all synced up you just have to remember to have a headphones on otherwise you'll get a lot of feedback but yeah watch a scary movie together is definitely a good option the other ones that we are thinking of is playing some virtual games so one of them that we just played for the first time was Among Us mm-hmm. which is this kind of game slash murder mystery thing. So you're on a spaceship and you're trying to figure out which one of you is the imposter trying to sabotage and kill the rest of the crew. Um, So the more people, the better, but we found definitely playing with people, you know, is definitely, you can play with strangers online, but it's not as good. You want to like be suspicious of all your friends and figure out which one of them is (laughs) trying to sneak around. Although it was really funny because my best friend, he's a troll. And uh, we were playing and I called an emergency meeting because you have to vote people to kick off the ship. If you see something suspicious. Except that I did it right at the beginning of the game and we all (laughs) just silently agreed to boot him off the ship and he was the imposter in the end. He was like... (laughs) How did you know? I'm like, I didn't. I just wanted to boot we you just, off. Apparently everybody else want- did too. Yeah. Well, I tell him that every time we play board games where there's like an imposter type situation, I'm like, I'm just going to kick you out from the get-go. I don't even need to know anything. You're suspicious. You're out. You're out. You're mm-hmm. voted out already from the beginning. But yeah, it's definitely a fun one. And the other one I think is a great one is uh, Jackbox Party. Um, yes. All of the games are really fun, but they have one very Halloween theme called Murder Trivia. Um, and I think they have a second one out. So basically, you're all been kidnapped by a serial killer. Trivia murder party, that's what it's called. Uh, and uh, yes, you've been kidnapped by a serial killer, and basically only one of you gets to leave, and that's the one with the highest score. So brush up on your knowledge and try and beat your friends to the exit. <laughs> so- Guys, that's literally my favorite and least favorite game at the same time because i love because i love trivia but then at the end i'm so i'm so determined to win because i don't want to die like so determined i'm like oh my god i have to win even when you die you get to compete as a ghost and you can steal your friend's body because you're all in these little like uh these little kind of ugly doll looking things Uh, i guess i I guess the thing is that he's transferred your souls into little dolls and you can steal your friend's voodoo doll body um if if you get ahead of them in the point so you can still make it out even if you've been killed off earlier in the game yeah it's so scary definitely but uh, i love it a lot of fun and definitely very thematic for this time oh and going back to among us uh, if you die if you get booted off the ship in among us or you get murdered and you're not the imposter i mean i mean if you're murdered you're You're not not the the imposter but if you get booted off the ship and you're not the imposter you come back as a ghost so yeah so you can come back there's ghost there's a ghosty aspect to this yeah so yeah that's thank so you cool. and the and the other aspect is is that you're you're saying hey friends fam let's be together and you know this is a great time for us to be together we haven't seen each other we don't know when we're going to see each other but at the same time i'm getting rid of you now thanks bye <laughs> yeah exactly um, no better way to show love than booting you off the ship exactly. <laughs> show factions i guess the last one i thought of which i we haven't thought like i've thought of it and contemplated we haven't gone through with it but a few people sell murder mystery party sets like the ones you used to get when we were kids with the little box and everyone gets a roll but they've adapted them for like online zoom play so then there's oh that's kind of cool so like uh there's a you know harry potter one or like off-brand harry potter one and stuff that they make these mysteries and things um so that'd be one so uh figure out which one of your friends is the mm. murderer so yeah you see angelica go. writing all this right. down it's writing that down <laughs> yeah you can buy them on etsy and it's an instant <laughs> download and it's all virtual and like you can um like so it's all sent to you and they have instructions on how it all plays out on zoom and then you guys get to dress up in whatever costume of your character is and, and act out the whole thing so mm-hmm. that's so cool. idea. we I haven't gotten around that to down. it I wrote that down. No better way to say, I love you. We're all in this together. So glad to spend time with all of you. Yeah, you're voting off the ship. 
I'm voting you off the show. Eject. You're so But you did that right at the beginning. That's like genius. Like you, you have like this like otherworldly sense to have known right away. Must have known. He's just generally a suspicious person. But then you convinced everybody else too, and then you know it was that collective thought that basically, yeah. What Michael said, you're gone. <laughs> he sabotages us in like games that we play that aren't even a sabotage situation. They're joint games where you're all supposed to be working together. And he deliberately is like, you know what? I'm just, I could save you all with this action, but I'm not gonna. So he's very <gasps> suspicious all the time. Wow. <laughs> like once, coming, there was this saying. superhero board game we were playing. And basically uh, he had... We all had to sacrifice stuff it's in order skip to skip a turn to turn off the yeah, self-destruct of the spaceship. And, and he like, wouldn't skip. No, I'm not gonna. And he was I the think... last person to have to skip. We all took our turn. We all skipped, skipped, skipped. And got to him. He's like, no. Let's just let it blow up. <laughs> We're what like, the hell? what? What? <laughs> or like the the Resident Evil game where like oh. one of the weapons is a grenade, but if you use it, it hurts all Everyone. of your colleagues. And that was he just kept chucking grenades at us the entire. Well, at the zombies, but yes, he he killed me. <laughs> He's the worst, but also the best. <laughs> that doesn't sound like oh a nice God. team player. No. Uh, but yes, for Zoom uh, Halloween parties, there's obviously going to be food, which brings us to our food feature of the day. Nightingale, take it away. We are introducing another sushi place called Wakame Sushi, located at 2625 Western Road, Unit 31, Toronto, Ontario, located in the plaza on Highway 401 and Western Road, aka the Smart Centers, Toronto. So I found out about this place because I went to like a lot of my friends' birthday party lunches back when we were allowed, obviously, and it would be hosted at Wakame. So this place offers sushi a la carte or buffet. You can also now order them through Uber Eats, skip the dishes, takeout, or delivery. And I got really impatient, so I ate ahead. So I got the crab sushi, Alaskan sushi, yam tempura sushi, guid tempura, and yam tempura. They also have other locations in the GTA, and you can find them online at wakamesushi.ca. Back to you, Michael. Wait, you ate the food? I was hungry. Are you serious? <laughs> you're, su- you're supposed to show us. It was Come on, either- night. I- I want. I was hungry. Either I would starve or not, and I chose did, did not to starve. Did you deep fry any of it? <laughs> no, the food. A lot of it was deep fried. Like I got like you know yam. Like she had the tempura sushi. Yeah, but like did I you got deep it. Fry it again. <laughs> I would. Well, you know what? It was already very oily already. So. So so, I, tell us how it tasted at least. <laughs> It was very delicious. My stomach was very pleased. Which it missed oil. Su- it missed deep fried food. What? Uh, which one of the the sushi you ordered today was your uh, your favorite one of all the sushi? I like yam tempura sushi because it was deep fried. Mm, I, I love yam. That's a good thing. Now I'm thinking of getting. It's like, the only way yams I eat yams. And cutting them into like 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 pumpkin shapes mm, and turning them into pumpkin fries. Pumpkin shaped fries. Mm. That's going to take work. a lot of work, though. Yeah. You could yeah. probably do, like, three, and then you're going to not want to do yeah. it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Hands are circle-shaped, so you just put a little dimple at the top. Oh, yeah, that could work. And then it kind of looks like an apple. Okay, maybe not. I still love yams, so. <laughs> like I'm saying this as if it would be him attempting to do it and not me doing it and him eating Are you making <laughs> accusations on the air? Well, <laughs> I mean, Jessica, you, are, you, you already peel grapes, so you might as well. I do, yeah. <laughs> might as well. To be fair, Michael also cut yams into. I do peel. I do peel grapes, and I microwave vegetables. <laughs> yeah, you do. Oh, yeah, you do. I clean the dishes. <laughs> he, does, he, does. he does do that. That's a good trade-off. God, um, thank you very much, Nightingale, for that. I would love to try their sushi with you once the uh, pandemic is over. And actually, we should all go for sushi once the pandemic is yes, over. Yes, please. Going for like all you can eat yes. sushi. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna take yes. a whole two hours sitting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Use the entire yes. time limit given to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Two and a half yep. hours. Well, get ready because I'm here. Clock starts now. Two and a half hours later, I'll still be here. The time limit Everybody doesn't get, exist. Everybody, get your comfy pants. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like in this case they might. 
it's normally a, a, they have it as like a backup in case like someone's like really going too far but i i, I plan to push that so <laughs> and why the limit does not exist the limit does not exist yes yeah, like this is your last call no, it's not. <laughs> don't lie to me you're not making me leave <laughs> i'll get more soup please <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. So speaking of deep fried foods, Angelica, did you uh, have a lot of that in the food that you ate growing up? Good thing. Yes, everything is deep fried. So fun fact, you can deep fry almost anything and sometimes there's like the double or triple fry. Oh, wow. It does exist mm. and it makes it super, super crunchy, super, super crunchy. But I can tell you this. Okay, so long story short, whole history, because not everything I ate was deep fried. There, there were vegetables and other things involved there. But for the majority is my dad loves everything deep fried. My mom loves everything sweet and deep fried. See the theme that I'm going with, the deep fried? Mm -hmm. So that basically was everything that I had growing up. I mean, it even came to the point, and it's one of my favorite to this day. Um, it is deep fried banana. Mm rolled around in brown sugar then you have a jackfruit and then you roll it around in one of those like you know like the the egg roll wrappers but it's the sweet and then you put more sugar on that and then that goes in for a deep fry see nightingale already knows oh my god and that is a dessert so um <laughs> let's say for example it's supposed to usually be like about this big or whatnot i've had some that are like as long as from elbow to tip of my finger oh my goodness Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so it takes lot. banana to another level. <laughs> yeah. I want it now. <laughs> it's so it's completely deep fried. It's it's brown. Like you think about it, the banana's already kind of sweet because it's the plantain. Then mm -hmm. you have the like the the, sh the brown sugar. Then you have a jackfruit, and then you have like the the sweet wrapper. But then you're putting more sugar on that, and you're just thinking, I'm sure that my doctor will not approve. But right now, oh, it's really crunchy and it's really tasty. That's it. I, I'm yeah. Are your uh, are your parents from the Philippines? So mom is Chinese and Filipino. Dad oh. is Spanish and Filipino. I just basically like to always just say, you know what? <laughs> it's basically Filipino, but I honor the fact that there are other nationalities in that. But if you actually go to the Philippines, um, you'll see a lot. Like, I mean, uh, right now, if you, let's say, go, the last time I went when I shot a film there was um, in my same hotel, we had Korean, Japanese, Chinese, Filipino. Then we had people from like the UK and we're all, they were all living there. It's not like they were, you know, visiting for a week, having a vacation. They actually all live there long term. So it invites that a lot of people are there. And actually, um, going back history-wise, there are actually, we shot on a base there, an American base. There's an American um, Air Force base that's there. And there was also like uh, the airport and one of, I think it was, it's a naval base. And that's all there. So you still have people that still live there. Um, they're expats from the States and they still live there. So. I like to just say Filipino because that really encompasses a lot, especially of you know um, all the different people that live and reside there now, not just on vacation, but they actually reside there. And actually, a lot of them have resided there longer than than I've actually ever lived there. Mm -hmm. So I mean, they're probably thinking they're more Filipino than me, and they're probably right because they have <laughs> a, a better. <laughs> they probably can cook better Filipino food than me. In all honesty. So, so you grew up in the Philippines. Nope, actually oh. left when I was one. So therefore, oh. yeah, that's why I say they definitely probably could call themselves more, uh, more, you know, uh, Filipino or anything else than me because I lived there for about a year and I've been in Canada ever since. And I mean, the times that I've visited or either like um, shot uh, a film or a television there mm -hmm. have, you know, have been, you know, you kind of, I would say only within the last maybe like 10 years. Mm -hmm. So before that, it was maybe like a visit after every like seven. So Sweet. haven't been back since 2015. The last time I shot there was, I think, 2015, 2016. Wow. Yeah. So, so you grew up, did you, uh, did you grow up in Toronto or were you elsewhere? 
So fun fact, for some reason, my family liked moving west. And I, what I mean by west is if, if you think Oshawa, all the way down to now the west end of Toronto, like Mississauga, Tobico. So that's what I mean by west. Nothing cool like moving from one end of the country to the other, but also still cool because we went from east end, Oshawa, then Ajax, then Scarborough, then Toronto to Etobicoke, oh, wow. Mississauga. Oh, wow. And you're yeah. in Mississauga now? Uh, border. Border. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm near all the studios here in the, in the west end. Oh, very convenient place to be. Yep, yep. And I just have to hop on the highway and then I can get to Studio Row on the other side um, of the, the DVP mm. over by like commissioners and stuff. So it's a very convenient place right now. So you you uh, you grew up here, but because uh, mm -hmm. your parents are, are from the Philippines. So was mm -hmm. there any kind of, I guess, cultural tension or clash between what you were growing up with outside of your home and what your parents brought with them? I would probably say the, the one funny thing is, is that um, when first coming here, my parents only spoke to me in English. So therefore I had a hard time, especially when I was younger, wait, what's, what, what language? Cause you know, when you're younger and you're exposed to different languages, mm -hmm. You're, you're, you actually have a better time grasping and then therefore keeping. So the hard thing was I never learned Mandarin and I didn't learn Spanish. They actually inevitably, after speaking to me in English for so long, started speaking to me so that I could learn Tagalog. They started speaking to me in Tagalog. So at least I've learned that and can speak that. And then it, it was almost through the other relatives on my dad's side or my mom's side that tried to introduce Spanish and Mandarin. Mm -hmm. So I got that after, but literally it was English, French first, then Tagalog, and then everything else. Mm -hmm. And fun fact, actually, right now, I'm taking a course in sign language, so. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of the, a, a lot of the performers um, here in, you know, in Toronto, if you think about it, and, you know, it's, it's a matter of, it is one thing where you're a performer and you have um, scenes with others and you work with others and you have other actors that you, you know, either know, you work with, you collaborate with, you create stuff with, but, you know, usually we think, okay, how do we collaborate in you think, oh, can we do stunts or can we do this? Or, But there was one time where I met an actor. She said, you know, I would just like once for somebody to say, hey, you know, I want to learn sign language and then communicate with me in my language. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do that. Oh. I may be very, I may be very slow at it. I may, you know, have a hard time trying to perfect it but then at the same time it's almost like it's a request from a fellow actor saying not only you know how we do a lot in terms of diversity and inclusion but that's also being inclusive and also working with your fellow performer so that's why I thought okay you know what after, and I, I even said to her after our conversation this is what I committed and I committed it because of you and I wanted to thank you because you've taught me that there are many more things as an actor that I need to learn mm -hmm. in order to be a better performer, but also just a better member of our community here, right? Speaking of being- like uh, uh, oh, uh, No, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, speaking of being a good member of our mm -hmm. uh, community at large, uh, you do a lot of work for the community, especially in the union. For example, you are part of the uh, diversity and inclusion committee, and you have many, many, many other titles. Uh, can you speak to that? Like what all the different uh, uh, titles that you have within the union okay. and, and some of the initiatives that you work on? I will probably forget a bunch because it's almost like it's, it's just because it's like it's second nature and it's just oh it's just what's something that I do mm -hmm. and I you know I'm happy to do it because it's you know all for our community so um, long story short I just got elected in the last elections to Accra Toronto Council um, I'm also one of the five vice presidents um, on executive for Accra Toronto I'm also an Accra um, national counselor. And then uh, aside from all of that, which I just, that's what I just started this year. Um, 
before that I taught and I still do teach and now we've moved everything online, the respect on set. Um, we used to teach that at, at you know, the actor offices, but uh, respect on set is, you know, creating a safe workspace, but also knowing, you know, set etiquette and, you know, the questions that sometimes our new performers who usually take the course would have. Um, but now that we've done it online, a lot of it is, you know, creating a respect workplace, um, knowing that if you have a situation that arises where you can go to and who you can speak to. Um, aside from that, um, a lot of the work that our diversity and inclusion committee does, they are amazing. We have fantastic co-chairs. Yay. So blessed. So grateful for them. Um, one of the other vice uh, presidents, uh, actually, sorry, one of the um, other folks on the um, executive council, who's our treasurer, he actually is the main executive liaison that works with the diversity and inclusion committee. So I get to shadow him and learn a lot from that. Um, as a vice president, there are different, um, I guess you could say what they're called is different files and different areas that we try to get involved in and be present for so that, you know, we can be there to help them. So one of it is our apprentice caucus, our um, actor additional background performers caucus, also our full member background, as well as we have, and I get to work with our amazing child advocate and our amazing background advocate. So I consider myself very lucky to, to work alongside some amazing, amazing folks. And I'm just trying to think, oh yeah, um, lately um, I've also gone back to being an Oslo, which is an onset liaison officer and um, have been doing that before, but uh, started again, um, you know, in the new COVID uh, uh, world and production world that we have. A lot of it is making sure now not only to support support performers, but also making sure that performers right now, they feel safe because a lot of times they just have questions. I mean, in terms of, you know, coming back to set. Um, and a lot of the times too, there are some performers who will just have questions about, let's say, for example, testing uh, certain training and certificates. So just making sure that they feel supported because at the end of the day, I always say that it takes an entire village. So if you look at any production, big or small, there are so many pieces, moving pieces, so many people in and out. But at the end of the day, we all just want to create something great and be able to watch it on the screen and say, we did that and be so proud of it. So I always say that it takes a village and going forward to continue for us to keep filming productions coming here and saying, hey, Toronto not only is an awesome place to shoot, um, but you know they have great protocols in place that keep everyone safe so that they can keep making these great productions. It's gonna take everybody, it's gonna take all of us. And again, it goes back to what we were talking about support, supporting each other, the community, because at the end of the day, it's us together that's gonna to see it through. It's us together that's going to make sure that we can continue to make these great things so that when we watch it on TV, not only can we say, hey, I know that person in that film or television show, but also that was here, shot here with our folks here. And yeah. we can be really proud of it. That's the one thing, because we're proud of what we do. Otherwise, you know, we wouldn't do it. We're so proud of it. And we just want to do more of it. After having such a long time where we weren't, with anybody other than the people we were holed up with, or, you know, either you're isolating by yourself or with your family or whatnot, you know, now we get to be with others. But to do that, we have to do it safely so that we can have all these amazing shows and movies continue to come here and film here. And then we can all work and have fun. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I am curious uh, mm -hmm. about the journey from just being uh, an actress, um, mm -hmm. all leading up to deciding to join council. So did you always know you wanted to, uh, to act or was that something you, like what did you go to a university or a college for? So this is what makes my parents so happy and so proud. We sent you to university and then you, you know, you worked in business and computers. Actually, I was a consultant. And it's actually a funny story that I always open with at our respect on set. So background was like insurance and finance and law and all that fun financial stuff. I even actually had a stint at the United Nations oh, wow. <laughs> and then thought, hey, you know wow. what? I want to I wanna 
do what I used to do. I think I'll just go back to acting. That's so much fun. The light bulb went off and said, yeah, this is great. But acting is really, really great too. Let's go back to that. So, you know, it was one of the things where my parents were saying, well, you worked for so long as a consultant and you want to go back to acting. But it was just something that not only was I passionate about, but also um, it came at a time where I lost my cousin and she was younger. And when we lost her, it was really sudden. It was basically within a year. And we had this discussion where she said, you know, what do you want to do? Because what she did was she left, you know, a full-time job because she thought, you know what, I just want to focus on boys. I want to focus on me and do something that I could feel creative in. And then she got sick and passed away. But during that time when she had said, what do you really want to do? And I thought, well, I would love to do that. But, you know, having this job and doing this and traveling for work, et cetera, et cetera, could I ever leave that behind? And it was after that, you know, it was after she had gotten sick and after she went into the hospital and it was almost like, you know, she's telling me something. And then when we lost her, it's like, you know what? She didn't get the chance to finish what she had started, but I'm going to start something. And sure as heck, I'm going to do every single thing I can to see it through. And even at the, you know, even at the end of it, I always think, okay, the end goal will always be, what can I do to create a better place than where I started? So what I mean by that is, you know, let's say, for example, um, one of uh, my friends that I actually co-produced with, um, it was one thing where we were going and invited to a film festival. And he'll always tell me to this day, if you didn't buy the tickets and force me to go, we wouldn't be on the path that we are now. And I thought, you know what, if I don't ever accomplish anything else, if I at least did that for somebody else, then maybe I did something good. Because he's since done many, many, many films. We've even actually gone to Cannes Film Festival together for a film of ours twice. Oh, wow. And he's not only a dear friend who I absolutely have the utmost respect and joy for, but he's also created this wonderful production company where it's a lot about being together as a community and family. So I thought I may not have a very big part in that, but whatever part I did have, it's, you know, it was important enough that he always reminds me about our adventures. And I thought, you know, even if I don't ever do anything again, if I did something for at least one person, that's leaving something better than what I found when I started. So mm-hmm. I know long story short, but, and it's a sentimental story, I know, but it's really always comes down to why I'm so grateful, why I'm so grateful for, um, you know, we have a group, our PPP group why I'm so grateful for the people that even just ask me questions. Hey, I have this question. I know it may sound stupid. First thing I always say is the only thing that I see about that is, is that you're too scared to ask it and you should always ask. Cause my dad always said the answer to every unasked question is always going to be no. So just ask it. Yep. Just ask that question. Cause you have it probably 20 other people do. And you're just the one brave enough to ask it on their behalf. So be that brave person and ask it so that other people know the answer. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just literally always do what you can. You may not be able to do it all. I I can tell you sometimes it's like, you know, I get a phone call at three o'clock in the morning where somebody has a really, really weird question or they have um, something that they're concerned about. I may not have the answers and I'll say straight out, you know, I may not have all the answers for you, but I want to listen. So at least, you know, they know that somebody's there for them and, and feel supported. So not having the answers is okay as long as you're able to also help support somebody. And at least they know because maybe they just needed an ear. So like I said, hopefully leaving, leaving, I'm not going to say the world a better place, but leaving, you know, our immediate world. I mean, this is my world. Hopefully leaving it with something that I can contribute to versus just taking stuff away from. Mm-hmm. So how did you know that joining uh, or at least running for council in the union was the path to go to make uh, make the community a better place? At, at what point and, and why was that the decision you made? I think it was in regards to, there was something that somebody asked me and said, okay, what would you do if you could? Mm-hmm. 
And I thought, well, okay, um, I would love to do, you know, I would love to do this and create this initiative or work with this group or be more of a voice for this. And I thought, okay, but how, you know, you always wonder, how do you do all that? There are many different paths to it. I think it's because I was an Oslo and, you know, everyone just sort of said, oh, you're really good at what you do. And, you know, you should run, you know, whenever elections are, you should run. Then elections came. Um, and then somebody had said, well, do you want to do it? And I thought, you know, I'm going to, because I'm not going to know unless I try. And I think it was, I went to um, a meeting and I was an observer just so that, you know, you could see how everything kind of runs, kind of what you're getting yourself into. You kind of like want to observe. And I actually spoke to Jean Yu and I said, yeah, I'm thinking of running. I'm, I'm a little nervous though, because I want to know that what I'm doing is, is this the right place for, for me to be able to help people more? Or is it, should I just continue what I'm doing already? Like with the Oslo or with like, um, the ROS teaching or just being out there, just, you know, Angelica. And then she just gave me this straight look and said, well, the answer is obvious, right? You, you are going to run. Why wouldn't you? If you have an answer for me on why you shouldn't, then, you know, I understand. She's like, so what is it? Well, I don't have an answer as to why I sh shouldn't. She's like, well, well then that sounds like, right? You're going to run. Uh, mm. Okay. Because when Jean Yoon talks, oh, ha, you listen, because she's awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she is awesome. And like, literally, I think after, she, you know, after she said, well, that solves it, you're going to run. I was speechless. And I just kind of went. <laughs> Dude, she's just so amazing. And she's so like straight matter to the fact. And it's just, she was right. I didn't have a good enough reason why I shouldn't. So why wouldn't you? I mean, you, you keep saying you, you know, you have a lot that you want to offer or you have a lot that you want to do. Don't, you I mean, you could continue doing it in what you're doing, but you could always do more. So why don't you try for the more? Mm -hmm. And that's long story short, why I thought, okay, um, I'm going to try mainly because she was also very scary <laughs> when she said, well, why wouldn't you? Okay. Okay. I'm going to run. I'm going to run. <laughs> but she's awesome. <laughs> uh, the last thing I'm going to ask you, at least for the interview part mm -hmm. of this is yeah. um, if there are other young performers who mm -hmm. feel the same as you, they would, they want to do things that will help push the community forward in a positive direction. What is your recommendation uh, for them to pursue that? Get involved, not only involved in, let's say, for example, in, in my case, it's like, okay, what could I get involved in? Oh, I could be part of this community, community or this committee or that. It doesn't have to just be only that. Get involved with your, you know, your friends who are creatives like you because you know, I always will say at the end of the day, it's who surrounds you that not only one supports you, aspires you to be better, inspires you, and really going through it together going through that journey together and growing together, being, you know, successful together, even, you know, even learning from, you know, your mistakes together, all of that. And again, it's the whole togetherness, that strength in your group that, you know, in others and being with others mm -hmm. is something that will push you forward. You help push each other forward and you can create change together. Not that, you know, one solo person can't create change on their own, but wouldn't it be absolutely awesome if you had, you know, 20 people celebrating that. And then it becomes something where if those 20 people then know another 20 people, then know another, it, it could be something that could be really special, especially done, you know, as a community and together. And I mean, that's the one way you, networking is getting to know people, but also learning from people and a lot of people will tell you too, like right now when I, you know, when I'm looking at all your faces on Zoom and such, you inspire me. You make me happy. One, I learn about Zoom board games and I learn about hot dog mummies. Yeah. So, you know, and I learn about little ghost tissues and, you know, Nightingale and I have really, really, you know, uh, a lot of things that we love deep fried, but you've not only made this day special for me, 
you inspire me because you know, this broadcast being and, you know, being with each other and talking and having that connection, it's special. Just being invited on here just to witness this and, you know, be with all of you is special to me. So why wouldn't something that people could create together as a group and celebrate and learn from and grow, why wouldn't that be special too? Like, like our PPP family. I mean, you know, that came from how many people just, you know, we wanted to do reads and we wanted, you know, we're all actors. We wanted to do reads. We still wanted to be creative. And then that grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And then, you know, today as an example, it got airtime on CTV (laughs) because, you know, because Michael was so wonderful in sharing something so personal and, you know, and, and standing for something and expressing it in a way that people could understand, could learn from, could grow from. So, I mean, we got to do two really, you know, really impressive things today. Forget about me. Let's talk about Michael, where that, (laughs) that one broadcast, one, it, you know, it really opened people's eyes it also gave hope and a sense of strength to others and it created an awareness. And then on top of that too, Hey, the PPP fam, we're, we're part of it. So, you know, we were all there on CTV with you. I will say that I, I have been very inspired by people like yourself, uh, people like Nightingale who go out there and and do amazing work for the community. And, you know, (laughs) You've inspired me to to want to do better and to do more, and that's where you know my interview on CTV came from, and that's where my work to fight anti East Asian uh, racism comes from. So thank you too, and thank you, Angelica. We're all going to be able to do it together. Exactly. So Nightingale, do we have any social media stuff for Angelica? Yes, we do. So right. we ask the question, um, have you experienced an act of kindness today? And 100% said yes. And have you smiled at least once today? And everyone has said yes. So that is a good thing. The world is at peace. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> All right. As we uh, start to bringing this to a close, Nightingale, what is our, uh, what did you feature again for food? Wakame sushi. Located at 2625 Western Road, Unit 31, Toronto, Ontario. Again, you can find them online at wakamesushi.ca. You can also order them from Uber Eats, Skip the Dishes, Takeout, or Delivery. Mm, And to segue into something really quick, since, again, this is our Halloween episode, Jessica has something she wants to show off. I gave her her a gift for our anniversary. Oh, yes. He bought me the the Halloween um, version, the box of this thing called Tokyo Tree. So they send you stuff from Japan. Um, and this was the October one. So it's like all like snacks, Halloween themed snacks from Japan. Like, Is that a cat? This one, it looks like a little vampire. It's Tokato oh. caramel corn. It's like little cheesy so that's like one of the things you get it's like everything is halloween themed and 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 then angelica you were saying kit kat this is apple pie kit kat that was one of the things oh. it's like you. thanksgiving oh. and halloween had a fun baby yeah, yeah. fun baby I'll, I'll save you one i'll save you one and then oh like God. it even comes with like a drink Trying to find. I'm like standing up as if I could like peek into it just because like I'm so Cara, excited. It's like creme brulee um, milk tea. It's like a limited edition. Oh. For some reason, there's Waldo on there. I don't know if you can see it. I don't know why Waldo's on there holding a pumpkin, but that's like so. Well, he found cool. it. And they give he you found like Halloween. Little, they give you a little comic book to tell you like all the stuff that's inside. Oh my gosh, I should have done an unboxing. So cool. Just like I a ate, ate up some of it already. <laughs> <laughs> oh. She's like Nightingale. She was so excited. She's like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> yeah. So that was really cool. Yeah. There's like a little, like, there's little marshmallows, gummies. There's like butterbeer, butterbeer flavored gum. Mmm. Um, and like some, these little Pikachu, little Pikachu shaped chips. 
Okay, um, best unboxing ever. Yeah, and like, oh, this looks cool. It's like a Tayaki, like zombie. Zombie Tayaki, yeah. Is it Tayaki? That's all. Oh, I think so. It's and the it's zombie, it's zombie one. It's got like like berry in the middle, so it looks like. It's blood. the fish fish shaped pastry. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm super excited to like eat it. Eat it all. I'm yeah. trying to save some of it for Halloween night, but I don't know that it's gonna make it. I don't think it's gonna make it. They you mean so Halloween good. night with night. Oh. 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 <laughs> really I'm super tempted to like keep going, which is probably not great. For you got to trademark that Halloween world. night with night live stream night. Is that what's gonna happen? Halloween live. No, stream? I. You're gonna give it to me. You know. No, no. <laughs> so is this gonna be a, a Halloween uh, TWMF special where <laughs> Jessica somehow <laughs> is is compelled to give all of her no, tonight. no, I do not agree to that. <laughs> Michael can send you a what a, a link. I'm sure to have a referral link. <laughs> you can order your own. Yes, and then <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll it's funny because I keep trying to do this as if doing this is going to be make me able to see anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's cool and like they, I'm I'm sure like I kind of tempted to get the Christmas one because I'm sure it'll be equally cool. Um, okay, so. you have to do an unboxing of that and not eat it yet because. An unboxing would be so cool. Like some of that stuff looks so yummy. Yeah, it, it's it, I've, what I had so far, which was like a, I only ate what I ate. It was a little spider gummy. It was just a gummy, but it tastes like soap for some reason. But it was good soap. It was good. <laughs> so basically, you're doing like soap. a Halloween like Advent calendar, one treat a day. I'm trying, and the other one was like soy sauce chips, which were really good. Oh, Something called Chip Star. Which I've never heard of that brand. It must be in Asia yeah. only. It was but like, it looks Pringles. like Pringles. They look like Pringles. Yeah, she let me have one. It was very he good. Oh, only wanted nice. one because he's trying to like you know get off of that the uh, quarantine fifteen. You mean the COVID nineteen? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I I offered more just for the record. He only opted to eat one. Making so. accusations again. I just on don't the accuse air. me of hoarding wow. my chips. That's all I'm saying. I, I share. Who's gonna blame I you for hoarding your chips? I offered to share. You do not want any. Make Marital spats on oh. live on TWOMF. Anyways, Angelica, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure and an absolute honor to to have you with us. You're a very inspiring, inspiring individual, and you know the work that you do is absolutely incredible and so important to the community to the city and to the country so thank you again oh thank you i'm so honored to be here i think i i told it enough in the the chat i'm so super stoked i'm so excited but truly it definitely is it was i already had it like with these big stars on my calendar highlight of my week because, thank you well you know You're the highlight of our week Mm -hmm. you know yes. honestly just everything and then you know just to to the, the it's almost like that i guess the icing on the cake was seeing michael's interview then seeing that spot i just thought i love my community i love all my creator friends because you know what i mean right now it's that I guess because, I mean, we take it for granted before. Oh, we'll see you next time or we'll see you. But right now, everything is, we'll either message you or see you Zoom. So I think I'm just that much more grateful than even, I was so grateful before, but even more grateful now for just the connection. So thank you for this connection. Thank you for everything that you do to bring like smiles and food to like, to everybody. Um, because I mean, at the end of the day, we we all need something to be joyful about. And this, just seeing all of you and just hearing everything, is making me definitely joyful. Even more so if somebody could share part of their box. <laughs> I second that. Angelica, you and I, we're going to take a road trip, you know? <laughs> if you Kit Kat, I promise. I will put one use, aside. Use hockey sticks of like a claw yes. on it to try to steal from Jessica. Well, well, remember the PVC tube? Yes, and then you I'll shoot drive. it down one end and it, it comes out and then the kids can be like, catch! With their little <laughs> Halloween bags. We'll all drive by. We'll all drive by, Jess, and you can send us. I just want one chip. <laughs> I just want one. <laughs> I just want well, one I chip. Promise I promise if I create that PVC thing, I will video it for everyone. And yes. my first 
you know, my, the first person that comes, I'll, uh, you know, hopefully if it doesn't hit them in the head first, I've got to experiment first to see how well items slide through it. But I, like I the, promise to videotape it and send it. Attach like, like glow sticks to it too. So it looks like a cool, like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm already on, I, I've have, I have the design. I'm on Pinterest now. So speaking of connections, Angelica, two things. One, <laughs> how can people connect with you online if they want to follow your journey or connect with you and talk? And two, do you have anything to plug? I would probably say one, I love interactions like personal ones or whatnot like i mean just as long as it's not three o'clock in the morning but if it happens it's okay too i understand completely i am there for you so one you can find me on facebook angelica alejandro uh, on instagram it's live love act angel see i had to think about it for a second um and the only thing i can say is one whenever you see me talk to me I love talking to people in case all of you haven't realized that right now. And if there's oh. anything that I, <laughs> and if there's anything that I'm going to plug, I will definitely plug a thing that's meant so much near and dear to my heart. And Michael Drumroll, please, you know, I'm going to say it's RP. And Michael, because you said it already on CTV, what does PPP stand for? The Pan-Asian Pandemic Players. <laughs> I want That's to awesome. plug because one, they bring joy to my life. Two, hopefully we bring joy to each other's lives. And three, we are all actors who love to do live reads and just engage, create stories, have fun, and most importantly, practice and exercise our craft in a nice, supportive, and safe way of each other. So that's what I'd love to plug. Awesome. Thank you. All right. For the rest of you, uh, let's start with Janine. How can yes. people connect with you online? And what would you like to plug? You know, like a podcast or something. Oh, yes. I, well, we, t we took a break this week because I was in Canmore. Um, but it's called the uh, Soothsayers of Sass. And you can find us at the Sass Podcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And I don't know. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as well. I don't know. I'm not, I don't really plug myself very often. <laughs> okay. Well, who are you hey, on Instagram? Uh, on Instagram, I'm J9HumsHallelujah. Yeah, I've changed it. your Instagram tag. I've changed, I've changed it. I've changed it because oh, okay. I'm obsessed. I'm like, I follow I you, but like, I don't wait remember a minute. that. I was like, no, 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 I, I love it. What? I used to be, it's, I used to be, it's J9. Yes. And now I'm J9HumsHallelujah because I'm obsessed with the song called Hum Hallelujah. So that's why. And Jess, what about you? How can people connect with you online? Through your Instagram and your <laughs> social media, because I am very bad at maintaining mine. So I'll just show up on yours. So what's yours? <laughs> well, actually, let's get to night first. <laughs> oh, Jessica. <laughs> oh, Lord. Nightingale, um, how can people connect with you? Y'all can find me on Instagram at night.win. And I am on Instagram and Twitter as at Michael C. W. Chan. And I have a website, michaelchan.ca. Listeners, be safe this Halloween. Have fun this Halloween. But again, be safe. Pandemic's still going on. And your health is very important to us and to all of you. So stay safe. And as always, stay, stay hungry. hungry. Yes. Nailed it. This has been Talking Myth Our Mouthful with Michael Chan and Nightingale Nguyen. Music by Heatley Bros and Bensound.com. Crafts by Janine Cantrell. Photography by E. And voiceovers by me, Jessica Chan. If you enjoy our adventures, please consider following or subscribing to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Want to connect with us? Maybe even participate in our podcast? Look for us on Instagram and Twitter at, at TWMF Podcast. And as always, stay hungry.